Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York Six Weeks to Fitness Podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, welcome to episode 152 of my Six Weeks to Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. There are many benefits to prenatal and postpartum exercise. You know that time just before a new baby and right after the baby arrived? It's full of change, not only in a mom's lifestyle, but in their body. The added strain on their body physically and mentally during pregnancy can be like preparing their bodies for a marathon. And of course, you were trained for a marathon, right? Well, my next guest, Kelly Bryant of Kelly Bryant Wellness, helps women connect to these body parts, the core and pelvic floor, to strengthen and heal these areas. Her signature Love Your Core and Floor program gets moms back to the workouts they were doing before pregnancy much quicker and keeps short-term issues from turning into lifelong setbacks. Kelly Bryant is the creator and founder of Kelly Bryant Wellness. She is a yoga instructor, certified personal trainer, and a Pilates instructor. She is passionate about helping women through every stage of life from prenatal to postmenopausal. Prior to quitting her job to travel the world in 2016, she worked at health and fitness startup Noom, where she led content and community marketing efforts and soaked up everything she could learn about psychology and behavior change. And here today on my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast to talk about prenatal and postpartum fitness is Kelly Bryant. Kelly, how are you? I am wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming on the show. But before we discuss Kelly Bryant wellness, let's talk a little about your personal life. Where did you grow up and where did your interest in fitness come from? Sure. So I grew up in Stewart, Florida. We're a small town just north of Palm Beach on the water. Um, I was not an active kid. Um, I actually, I always joke with people that I'm Pilates comes very naturally to me because it's a lot of like curling inward. And I spent the first 25 years of my life punched over. So it's, yeah, I, I was a big book nerd. I like to share that, uh, when we moved to Florida, when I was a kid, I didn't want to go outside at recess cause it was too hot. So I stayed in the library and shelved books. Hmm. Wow. So you're definitely a nerd, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big loser. No, (laughs) I'm a big nerd. And I I bring that into my my physical practice as well. I really am very passionate about um, learning and helping people understand like anatomy and the science of why they feel the way they feel. Um, But I got into wellness because I uh, I actually lived uh, up in New York City. After college, I, um, I studied journalism, and so I went to New York City to go be a writer. I ended up in marketing at Noom, as you said in my bio there. And, I mean, tech startup life is fun when you're in your 20s, but it is, it is a recipe for burnout. Hmm. So I, I found yoga at that time. I had um, – an old injury. I broke my collarbone when I was 16 and I never did anything to, you know, physical therapy. I never did anything to rehab it. And so I had chronic 
pain in my back, neck, and shoulder. And yoga was the first thing I found that really helped and also like gave me just a little bit of balance as far as like actually calming down my nervous system and like finding some relaxation. Hmm. So that's how I got into yoga. And I, I'm very upfront with people when I'm like, I work with people who have been athletes their whole life, but I also work with people who have not. And I align more with the people who have not. And I mean, all of the stuff that I'm teaching people who are brand new to exercise about like, it's really scary to walk into the gym for the first time. Like it can be very intimidating to like walk up to the instructor and be like, Hey, I'm pregnant and I've never done yoga before. I'm terrified. <laughs> wow. But now how did your interest in fitness lead you to become an expert in prenatal and postpartum fitness? As with many uh, women who specialize in prenatal and postpartum, it is because I had to figure it out myself. So I, you know, I went through prenatal teacher training and there's like one afternoon or sorry, I went through regular yoga teacher training and there's one afternoon that's like dedicated to prenatal. And so, of course, I thought I was a bomb.com and I was like, I know what I'm doing. And then I got pregnant and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. You know, my body is my life. You know, it's my job. It's my livelihood. It's also like, you know, feeling good in my body is very, very important to me. And so to suddenly have all of that kind of threatened and be like, I don't know what to do. You know, it's like being a beginner all over again. Um, so I, you know, as one does, I went to Google. And if you Google, like, what is safe prenatal exercise? Oh, my God. Then the results that you get are Crash. Really? Like, it's just, it's so, you know, everything is like, you get all these lists of like, don't twist, don't do this, don't do that, whatever. And I'm like, that's not feasible. I can't, I can't just not twist. I'm a yoga teacher. Like, so, so tell me why, like, why am I not supposed to do that? And what's the risk? And like, how can I modify around it? And what am I supposed to do instead? Because I can't just like not turn my body for nine months. So I dove in really deep into um, studying, you know, I, I listened to like 10,000 podcasts from like doulas and childbirth educators and people who are like actually teaching the, the physiological part of pregnancy and childbirth. And then also studying a lot of anatomy and um, the nervous system and breath and kind of merging the two together for myself. And then, you know, in the years since uh, doing that for other people, too. So how many kids do you have, Kelly? I have just one. I have one little peanut who is like my um, she's a duplicate of me in uh, personality, which is like, God bless all of us moms out there who are parenting ourselves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you have firsthand experience on what a new mom is going through, both in the prenatal and postpartum stages. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, it's interesting to, to go through it and then to look back, knowing so much more now than I did then, to say, oh, I would do that differently. Oh, I do that differently. Like, I actually get to help other people with the things where I'm like, hey, I was due and I did that stupid thing. And let me tell you why you should maybe do something different. <laughs> Nice, nice. Because that was my question. So this going going through this personally has changed the way you look at prenatal and postpartum fitness. A hundred percent. I think one of the big mistakes people make, Vince, is that um, pregnant people 
assume that if they go hard when they're pregnant, that that's better training, that that's going to help them recover faster, right? It's like, well, if you're, if you're a runner, well, you should run for as long as you can, because then you're going to be able to recover faster. If you're a, a lifter, then you should lift as heavy as you can for as long as you can, because then you're going to recover faster. It's actually the exact opposite. You want to, I, the way I approach prenatal fitness is let's not like make an argument for what you can get away with still doing, but rather build it from the ground up and look at what you actually need to do to support the easiest birth possible, because the easiest birth possible is what is going to help you recover fastest. Definitely. Wow. If you're, if you're lifting or running or doing whatever, like all the way up to your due date, you're probably, I mean, not to be like doom and gloom, but like, you're probably going to have a much harder birth and like sweet. You're going to have super strong quads and calves and shoulders, but like, you're going to not be able to sneeze without peeing yourself. So like, you can't get back to whatever it is you think you're going to do, you know, you, you potentially injured your, your pelvic floor, your abs. There's a lot of damage that you can do if you train too hard before birth. And then that's going to take you a lot longer to recover. Wow. That's really interesting information. So is there a particular time after a woman becomes pregnant that she should begin modifying her workouts? I actually, so I just finished the first draft of my prenatal fitness book. I've just started telling everybody that I just finished it so that people, so I'm like accountable to get it edited and published. So I just finished the first draft and I talk about this a lot in there. And the short answer is no, there isn't like a specific time. The more nuanced answer is I tell people to start modifying for pregnancy pretty much immediately. You can quote unquote, get away with not modifying for a lot longer than that. But I say start practicing the modification, right? So it's like if, you, if you've been um, a yoga practitioner for years, it's really awkward to like relearn like, okay, every time I twist, I have to go the other direction. Or every time I do this kind of thing, I should do this instead. That's like a, it's a hard habit to break. So I say start practicing the modifications as soon as you find out you're pregnant so that when you actually need them, they're easy. You know, that said, you could get away with it for a lot longer. And that just depends on the individual and what kind of training they're doing and, and what their, you know, what their pregnancy looks like. You know, a lot of people get sick and exhausted immediately. And so it's like, well, your modification for the first 10 weeks is to lay in bed. So that's where I think trainers like you come in, where you can actually show um, expectant mm-hmm. mothers mm-hmm. what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I like, I don't consider myself a lifelong trainer. Like people generally don't, they work with me for very short periods of time. Yeah. Because what I'm doing, I mean, I guess short is relative, right? Like potentially they're working with me for nine months of pregnancy and like mm, three to nine months postpartum. And then they go back to whatever it is that they were doing before. I mean, some people, you know, the people who like the yoga Pilates bar ecosystem some of those folks stick around and like I have a I have an online studio for those people but for the most part the people who come to me come to me because they're really passionate about some like higher intensity fitness program and they they just want to like they're like I'm a means to an end you know I 
I am the, the way that they will figure out how to safely train prenatal and postpartum so that they can get back to doing that thing. You know, I was, I was recently on a running podcast and I'm like, I am not a running trainer. Like I'm never going to tell my clients to run. I can, I'm going to tell them how to like do pistol squats and glute bridges and like all of these things that are really important so that they can go back to running. But when they start running again, they stop being my client and they go back to their running. I see. So you're not trying to keep them forever. I have some people who stay with me forever. You know, they they like the pain. (laughs) I don't know. Like some (laughs) people, some people, particularly the people who, uh, who didn't have like a fitness passion before I'm like, I'm safe and I'm all they've ever known. And so some of those folks do stick around forever. I have like a whole, um, little population of, of people like in their sixties and seventies who like, I'm the only trainer that they have ever gone to. Um, and, and cause a lot of prenatal is very similar to er, a lot of prenatal, I should say postpartum is very similar to aging where you've potentially lost a lot of muscle. Um, you've got all these aches and pains. You have these postural habits that are creating a lot of pain. So there's a lot of, similarities between like 60s, 70s ish when most people start like quote unquote falling apart and postpartum. Um, so those folks stay with me forever, but for the most part, no, I'm, I'm short term. Now is your, your training, is it one-on-one or is it virtual? Oh, I do everything. So I do see people one-on-one. I have pretty limited, like I see maybe six to 10 clients at a time one-on-one. Um, most of what I do is uh, self-guided and guided digital programming for prenatal and postpartum. So those are like, they're either, you know, it's self-study where it's like you get the course. My, um, my prenatal program is like week six to week 40, you know, week by week digital workouts with videos and it's completely self-guided. And um, my postpartum is, small group, I think it's really valuable for people postpartum to, to be in a group, especially now in COVID more than ever, because these people have no support structure. They have no socialization. You know, it's so, so meaningful for people who, I mean, birth is life changing. And to, for a lot of these people to not even like see their mom after giving birth is really, really hard. So I do like to teach the postpartum in a group context. It's still all digital, but we do, you know, we do group coaching calls. But how has COVID, how has this pandemic affected your business? Oh, boy. Um, Actually, I'm very lucky that I was online before this happened. So my um, my first postpartum group was December of last year. So... I was already doing this, which is like very much a blessing that like, as everybody else, I don't know if you, I don't know if this happened to you. Uh, I have heard stories that like people like can't get, um, like you can't buy webcams and digital like microphones right now. Like they're just sold out or they're like three times the price. Really? So yeah, that's apparently there's just been this big rush on all of this online program, like all this uh, online training equipment. So I'm, you can't, a lot of my clients are having trouble like getting like weights and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So I'm fortunate that I was already doing everything online already. So it hasn't been a huge shift. I mean, the big thing is um, 
I have a I have a small pride training studio and I joke that like now it's my bachelor pad. That yeah. like I clean up the area that's on camera. But like I have um the studio has a, a a bathroom and a small kitchenette and it's like, oh that? Like my makeup's all over the bathroom, like <laughs> like the kitchen is a disaster. So really nothing's changed except that I don't have to clean my studio. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Now, you studied psychology and behavior, and I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure during the prenatal stage and postpartum stage, a lot is going on in a woman's mind, right? Mm-hmm. But how, mm-hmm. how important is it to having the right mindset during this time? And what is the right mindset? Oh, it's huge. So, oh, man, this is such a big question, Vince. Um, <laughs> Good. Ugh. Gosh. So the first thing that I like to tell pregnant people is we get two cultural messages about pregnancy and they're both dead wrong. One is that you are a fragile lotus flower that is going to break with the slightest breeze. And the other is that you are amazing and strong and powerful and you can do everything you were doing before. And they're both wrong, and they're both setting women up for injury. Really? Yeah, because if you do nothing, I mean, first, like, it, it seems like, oh, doing nothing is playing it safe. Um, birth is the hardest marathon that the majority of women will ever run. So you have to train for that event, right? Like, birth can last, like, 48 hours, uh, and after, you know, a day and a half of, like, your body going through, like, the most in some cases, painful experience of your life, like then you're going to have to like squeeze with your abs for potentially hours. Like that's a physical event. Yes, it is. So that side of it's completely wrong. Like you don't want to not do anything, but the other side of it is saying, you know, for the reasons I was already talking about, like the other side is saying like, oh, you can do everything you were doing before is like, you're potentially setting yourself up. Like you create, um, muscle imbalances and like one um one specific thing that i see a lot is like a really tight pelvic floor that when you are in labor you physically cannot figure out how to relax your pelvic floor and that comes from um like running spinning weightlifting like all of these things that are really demanding on the pelvic floor so the the right answer as with most things the right answer is in the middle and that's like not a very sexy message to sell people like to be like, you know, people want to either hear that it's going to be a piece of cake or you're going to like kick their butt. And it's like, no, we're going to like move very intuitively and like pay attention to how our body feels. And like, sometimes it's going to be really hard and other times it's going to be laying on the floor and breathing. I'm like, what? That sounds pretty intense. Yeah. So, so that's the, the, like, that's the first thing is just coming into it and understanding like what all your preconceived notions are. And then the next part of it is like, man, pregnancy is such a training ground for all of the psychological BS that you're going to have to figure out once you have a kid. Wow. That it's like, you know, how we relate to our partner and our parents, our family of origin is like a really big deal to figure out before you have a kid. I mean, how many people are prepared for that? Oh, I mean, 
no matter how hard you prepare, there's no such thing as actually being prepared, but you can at least practice, right? It's like training for anything. Like, you know, saying to your partner, hey, boo, like, I really need some time for myself. And like, you know, we got to work out like how the chores are going to happen and how, you know, this is the kind of support I need. Asking for what you need is like really hard and very vulnerable and very scary. And especially if you're a woman like me who like wants to think that you can do everything yourself, like mm, that's not going to happen when you have a baby. Wow. That's not going to happen. And how could someone who doesn't have a, who haven't gone through uh, childbirth, even understand what you guys go through yeah i mean that's like a big thing i my husband and i talked about this that i'm like you know the the 10-year plan what i would love to be doing in my business one of these days actually to bring him on board and to do training for men separately and with their partner wow because yeah they have like men have no idea and like i not for lack of time right, right? like I, I think that the culture likes to say that like, oh, men don't give a crap and they don't care and don't have feelings and like whatever. It's like, that's not true. But a lot of the time we don't make space for men in, in birth and in the prenatal like, you know, world. And like, there's a lot of assumptions about how men are going to behave in the delivery room and like all that stuff. And, and as, as fathers, you know, when, when a baby is born, so are a mother and a father. Hmm. And yes, I think the the partner deserves to be a part of that as well. And it's going to set people up. This is not the direction I thought we were going to go today, Vince, but here we are. (laughs) It sets up the, you know, I think like, I think birth can be the most empowering and positive experience you have in your life. As long as you're prepared for it. And as long as you have the appropriate support and it can be that way for your partner too. And it can bring you so much closer, right? Like the joke is like, Oh, if you have a baby, like you're never gonna like be with your partner again. You heard that. Doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, doesn't have to, right? But man, like you said, a lot of guys don't under, don't really know how what a woman goes through. But it's good that we can be exposed to it and be and learn. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's also it's worth saying that like a lot of the time, dudes, it's not about you. Like she's gonna tell you it's about you. She's gonna tell you that like you messed up and that like everything is your fault and you're not doing enough. But like, also those hormones are real, man. (laughs) But I hear you. (laughs) They're real. Like don't ever, ever tell her that it's hormones. Cause like she will like rip your throat out of your body. But like, it's helpful to know for yourself. Like I just actually posted about this recently that like prenatal and postpartum hormones, when you're like thinking about them in your brain, you assume that like you're going to be able to tell the difference between like quote unquote real feelings and like hormonal feelings. And that's not true. Like you feel hormonal feelings just like every other feeling. And so you're like, am I losing my mind? Interesting. Whoa. (laughs) Which that's, I mean that like the hormonal side of it is like one whole other follow wax as far as like how do you train like how do you work out when there's this constant like you know postpartum depression or anxiety or like fear of leaving your child in someone else's care and all of this other stuff is like it's all mixed up together it's amazing what a battle on a little lighter note i understand you have a pro (laughs) i understand you have a program called love your core and floor 
that is my baby. That is, it started as a, is an in-person workshop. And I just was like this, I just want everybody in the world to be able to access this. Um, that, that program has basically four tenets to it. It's how to breathe, how to engage your core in regular, like daily movement and in exercise, posture and relaxation. And those, those four things are, in my opinion, the foundation of all core and pelvic floor health. So the workshop is, it, it, it caters heavily to prenatal and postpartum women because those are the people who are most often interested, but it also applies for people who are like preconception and who are thinking about, you know, how do I prepare for this as best I can? And for people who are like much older um, years after having kids or postmenopausal, because um, a lot of those same issues come up again. So I'll like throw out kind of like the list of diagnoses that that generally um that are helped by that like people who have been diagnosed with pelvic organ prolapse rectocele cystocele any kind of prolapse um diastasis recti uh urinary incontinence pain with intercourse like all of those folks it is a very kind of like general core and pelvic floor primer and i think starting from the beginning with a very holistic view, including relaxation in the nervous system and um, posture is really, really valuable because, I mean, you know this, like people want to train their way out of a lot of problems that like would be solved by eating good food, drinking water and getting more sleep, which is not sexy, but. Exactly. But you're covering a lot of areas, posture, breathing. I mean, all that, all the essentials. Yeah. yeah. So we do it in two hours. Um, it's it's an introduction. So I designed it to be like an to to get people curious, right? To like open this dialogue of like, hey, here's what's not normal. Here's what your core and your pelvic floor should be able to do. You know, a healthy core and pelvic floor can like do these kinds of movements. And if that's not what's happening for you, like this is where you might want to go from here. And it's priced super cheap. Oh, oh, really? Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. So that workshop on my website is 19 bucks. I've designed it to be the every woman entry. You know, I, I have spent years of my life and a whole crap ton of money on learning this stuff. And I'm very, very blessed and privileged to have been able to do that. And, you know, I like to think that like, if you've got three hours on a Saturday afternoon and $19, like you should be able to, to sort your, sort yourself out. Most definitely, man, that's, that's definitely affordable by everyone that I can mm -hmm. even imagine. And it's right. about, in about three hours, you said? It's, so the way it's designed is it's designed to be done over four days. So there's um, four modules that are like 20 to, I think maybe the longest one is like 45 minutes. Um, and each module has a little homework video. So for the people who are like in the depths of new parenthood, I'm like, if you have like three hours, you can sit down and just do all the modules and like maybe come back to the homework another time. Ideally, you've got like an hour or so, four days in a row, but this is real life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Stuff does come up. <laughs> Things happen, right? Huh. Yep.
But this is great, though. But, you know, I have a question before we wrap this up. And I'm asking this question on behalf of some of the women that listen to the podcast. I am I'm mm-hmm. also often asked how to get rid of the fat in the lower abdominal area. Okay, and these are women. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, they come to me with the lower half. They want to grab their lower stomach and say, how do I get rid of this? What do you tell these women? Yeah, so the first really big question is, is that actually fat? Because sometimes that like that that pooch look, like I said, the word diastasis recti, um, that is a separation of the abdominal connective tissue often as a result of pregnancy, actually dudes can get it. I have had male clients who like, you know, are older age and have had a beer gut for years and like dudes can get diastasis too. But um, that is a result of posture combined with your, your ab tissue stretching when you're pregnant. So the first question is, is that actually fat? If it's not, there's like some really specific, like I don't, I don't want to tell people like, oh, it's never going to get better. There's some really specific recovery work that you can start with. And it's almost certainly going to improve if you have a diastasis. If you have, I mean, I have a video that, um, that shows exactly how to check for a diastasis. But also if you have a DR, you often have other symptoms like low back pain or um, leaking urine. So that would be like an indication that something is up with your abs, not just that you have fat. Then, of course, like diet, <laughs> right? Sorry. Like diet has a bigger impact on fat than than exercise a lot of the time. You know, of course, if you're doing everything right with diet, I also recommend looking into hormones. So that is not my area of expertise. Um, but if you have other symptoms of hormone stuff going on, like, um, you're always really, really hot or cold, your finger, like your extremities get cold, um, your like postpartum hair loss is very common, but that should go away within like a year or so postpartum. So if your hair like is still falling out or very, very, um, thin, uh, for like years postpartum. Like there's, I mean, you can just Google like symptoms of hormone imbalance. Um, it's worth going to your regular doctor, asking, having them do like a, just a panel, like a blood draw. Um, and you can go to like a natural doctor a lot of the time if you don't, like, I don't recommend going straight onto hormone drugs. Like a lot of that you can address through, you know, improving the gut microbiome and, you know, diet and things like that. So you can address a lot of hormonal imbalance, especially, I especially say the hormone thing, like if you're postpartum and you're looking at, you know, 50 more years of life, like I would not say go straight to a drug to solve your problems because you're going to be on that drug for the rest of your life. So, you know, look, look for other solutions first. Um, So those are the two things that like are not going to, you know, not every trainer is going to tell you that like, it could be that your abs are actually not healed properly. And again, I have a video. You can also Google, but if you look at Kelly Bryant wellness, um, check for a DR or go to my Instagram, that, that's probably the best way to find it is to go to my Instagram and send me a message. Um, you can check if you have a DR and then also look into your hormones. And then of course, all the other things that any other trainer would say, right? Like let's work on toning the ab muscle. Let's work on losing fat. Like 
Yeah, true, exactly. But still, that's very good points, though. Very good, very, very mm-hmm. good points. Now, you have a guarantee on your website. I do. You will feel better, stronger, and more pain-free after two months with me or your money back. Now, that's a strong, unique selling proposition. It sure is. And and I believe in that. I mean, I say no questions asked. No one's ever asked for their money back. Um, my assumption, my assumption is if you're not doing the work, you're not going to come to me and be like, I want my money back. Like people know if they're doing the work or not. Right. Yes. And if you're doing the work, I believe that the way that I train, you will feel better, stronger, and more pain-free. I don't guarantee specific outcomes. Right. I don't say you're going to lose 30 pounds in two months. I don't say that you're going to be a hundred percent pain free in two months. I don't say that you're going to avoid, uh, you know, a, a pelvic organ prolapse surgery or something. I can't guarantee you an outcome, but I can guarantee improvement. And I think that you can see that improvement in as little as two months for sure. I would say most of my people, um, in six weeks in my postpartum program, everyone who had any urinary incontinence either completely eliminated or significantly improved their urinary incontinence in six weeks. Nice. Um, I have women, one of my favorites was I had a woman come into a group class. This was, you know, pre-COVID. It was in person. She walked in and went, I can't have sex without pain anymore. (laughs) Um, I have people tell me all kinds of weird and intimate stuff. And like, I love that because that's, that's what it is to be freaking human. Like to be able to like, not yeah. pee your pants and to have sex with your partner, like that is a basic human right. Like that your dignity and your 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 life depends on. And so yeah, I think that people can make huge, huge strides in as little as two months um doing the things that I talk about, how to breathe, how to use your core, how to improve your posture, and how to relax. Oh, awesome. Sounds good. Where can my listeners well actually before i even ask you that where do you mm-hmm. see kelly bryant wellness in the next five years oh man so i am i am obsessed with learning and so like i have long considered uh becoming a childbirth educator or a doula for the moment that's not i mean a doula especially like that's like i'm like maybe when i'm done having kids and they're all grown up like because you're on call if you're a doula I've also thought about like, maybe when I'm like 50, I'll go back to college and become like a nurse midwife. Um, But five years, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of the same things I already am, prenatal, postnatal programming, um, you know, maybe, maybe in the five year span, uh, I'll get my husband on board and we'll be doing the, uh, the training for, for couples and for men and how to support during the prenatal and postpartum period as well. Nice. That's nice. Cause you know, um, kids, are kids are in fashion every year. They're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you know, every time I get in my head and I'm like, I'm not reaching enough people. I'm not big enough yet. This isn't growing fast enough. I'm like, there are always going to be babies. Like there's no rush. I'm going to be here. So whenever people are, are ready and, you know, I have a lot of people come to me before even conceiving and they're like, I just want to, I just want to start doing what you teach right now. I'm like, great. Cool. <laughs> cool. But let me tell you, you know, thanks to COVID, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of opportunities in the next few months for you. You yep. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, but, uh, but Kelly, where can my listeners find out more about Kelly Bryan and Kelly Bryan wellness? 
Sure. So I am Kelly Bryant Wellness on all of the places online. So K-E-L-L-Y-B-R-Y-A-N-T, like Kobe. Um, KellyBryantWellness.com, Instagram, I am at Kelly Bryant Wellness, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Kelly Bryant Wellness. Um, Instagram is my most fun channel. So if you're like, just give me more, if, you know, if people just really like my sparkling personality and they're like, just give me more of this. Um, go join me on Instagram. I post uh, really ridiculous TikToks about core and pelvic health all the time. So um, if you want to chuckle, if you want to learn while you laugh, come join me on Instagram. If you want to work with me and join my prenatal or postnatal programming or personal training, I think I've got one slot open, maybe one or two slots open for personal training right now, then my website is the place to go. You will see that guarantee right on the homepage. Now, your company is located in Florida, correct? I, yeah, so I'm based in Stewart, Florida. Right now, I, um, I do one day a week of small, like my, my studios, I have a boutique studio. I fit three people in here in, you know, with social distancing. So um, right now, I'm not seeing anyone for personal training in person. Everything is over Zoom, and I think people have been very pleasantly surprised by how well that works. Hmm. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> any any other advice? Any other anything else you want to say to my listeners about uh, prenatal and postpartum uh, fitness? Yeah. Um, so we didn't we we didn't talk much about like birth or providers or any of that medical side of things. And so the one thing that I would love for people to remember or to go into this birth and postpartum experience with is the confidence to know that your provider works for you, you are employing them, you have the right to interview them, you should go into this with, uh, with an awareness of what you want out of your birth experience and really find the, the team, the, the, the doctor or midwife, the doula, the childbirth educator, the yoga teacher that's going to support you and the growth of your family you have that is your right as a as a patient excellent excellent advice kelly excellent advice wow kelly bryant on behalf of body scope of new york and six weeks of fitness i truly want to thank you for coming on my show today thank you so much for having me my pleasure and to my listeners i truly hope this program was informative encouraging and inspiring that you will continue tuning in to our Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them on my Six Weeks of Fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. Take care. Bye-bye.